In this episode of The Untidy Methodist, there's no room in the inn. Let's dig in. Today's passage comes from Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. Growing up, my sister and I played with a now-somewhat-fragile nativity scene. It was made of cardboard with plastic figures of all the important people, and it even had an angel hovering over the manger where baby Jesus lay. That scene is central to the Christmas story, and there are so many ways it's been depicted over the years. In almost every type of material, in almost every size, scale, we see the manger. Even in live nativity scenes in almost every Christmas pageant, we recreate this scene. It's a beautiful and still a humble beginning for our Savior. And it's important for our faith to note just why that's true. This is, after all, God's Son. Why not enter this world in a palace surrounded by emperors? Or or why not in the home of one of the religious leaders of the time? If not that, why not in the finest room in the inn? Any of those could have been options for the birth of the Messiah. God could have easily made any of those things happen, and yet this is where Jesus was born. In a food trough, in a stable where oxen and donkeys were kept, in a most humble and least entitled way. That's important, and still important today. Jesus didn't come to stand up for the powerful. His relationship to the scribes and Pharisees speaks for itself. No, Jesus came to save everyone, no matter their station in life, no matter where they fit into society. As Jesus said in Matthew, The greatest among you shall be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Jesus literally set that example from the day of his birth. This humble beginning set the standard for everything that followed. So, in this simple scene, the one we recreate every Christmas in ways big and small, it still speaks an important truth that we should not overlook. Jesus' grace and love doesn't belong to just the well-known, the well-off, or the powerful. Jesus, by his birth in that humble setting, showed from the beginning that His grace and love is there for everyone. You, me, everyone. Our job now, it's to remember that God loves us all, every one of us. And here, not only at Christmas, but all through the year, we should treat everyone with that same love and grace. Will you pray with me? Loving God, we thank you for your Son, Jesus and for the example he set from the manger and throughout his ministry. Help us to see the opportunities we have to share your love and grace with all your children. 
and to keep that Christmas spirit all through the year. Through Christ we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Untidy Methodist. You can find us on iTunes, on Facebook, on SoundCloud, on CastBox, and Podcast Addict. Please like and subscribe and tell a friend. Your comments, your suggestions, and most of all your prayers are most appreciated.